wonder what I'm going to say on my intros. I want to exit from this despair. I want to also give a warning to other creatives. Create like it's your last. Because with the reversal of role, they're not going to stop there. If you have something meaningful to say that is going to shed light and bring happiness to the world, you better do it before the conservatives decide. And that's how I want to begin my day every day, creating something new, interesting, and that's educating and expand the world instead of bringing darkness. And for those of you that are just joining, um, this is Tim Fro is listening to her daddy's records. Hi, I'm your host, Felicia Baxter. Um, this particular show is going to be, we're going to be listening to Funk Through the Ages. Uh, we're going to be talking and listening to some George Clinton from P-Funk to Parliament. Uh, he had an annihilation humanist management style, which means he was probably all toked up or uh, wilding out on some psychedelics. And he basically would disband and reband um, the band and create even larger and crazier than life music. But there's also a lot of uh, other uh, funk masters like. Uh, Bootsy and the African Music Machine that have been the background of the funk uh, movement for a number of years, like um, the Dap Band. Oh, I didn't even include the Dap Band. I need to add them. Um, but this current list is over 201 minutes of pure funk nation. I got Nerd, I got Cameo, and also James Brown, who I didn't really consider um, a funk-tastic master. I got Mtume. This is just so much music to enjoy. And also, I want my daddy's records playlist is basically blowed up. You got to navigate to that on iTunes and stream and stream often. I hope they have control of their masters. I hope that we all get a bit of funk history by um, listening to this show. And as always, thank you for joining me. And I hope this will find you and let you get your groove on if you're waiting in traffic or wherever you are. And thank you for listening. Uh, Bootsy Collins and I think his name is Catfish Williams or something like that were both bass guitarists in James Brown's band. I I always wonder how R&B and soul all contributed to the foundation of funk and how they incorporated all of that into disco, but how all of those genres continue where disco basically died out in the, eight, the late 70s, early 80s. So with that said, let's enjoy African Music Machine, Blackwater Gold. One of the things I do love about funk is the heavy horns and the bass. Um, I don't want to play this too loud because I don't want to get accused of copyright infringement. And that just brings up my whole sync licensing um, uh, wants and how much that's going to actually cause. But 
pick up the pieces by the average white band. I'm actually playing that now. Um, but there's bands like BT Express, um, the brand new heavies, the Brothers Johnson, that all have the consistent uh, funkadelic kind of rhythm to it. And it makes, but they all have their own unique sound. And I had forgotten how cool Commodore um, and how much of a funk band they were until they crossed over into the mainstream pop scene. So again, navigate to iTunes to listen to this extensive uh, playlist if you haven't um, been able to tune into my live amp show and just drop me a line and, and have suggestions or for additions and deletions, I greatly appreciate it, as long as the comments are not too trolly. Right now, I'm playing um, Cameo um, on Amp, and prior to that, I had played the brand new Heavies, and I was remarked on the influence of R&B, soul, and funk on the hip hop uh, genre. Each is distinctive all influenced by each other, but still its own super international entity. And that's the great thing about music. You can see how it influences. It doesn't cancel out the previous or the greatest collaborations uh, ever between some of the hip hop and uh, funk greats, Bootsy and Farside, etc. And you can still see the influences of those giants uh, within the music of the younger generations. But it they still does not cancel out the greatness of the previous generation. That's what music is to me. And I wonder if you guys agree. Let me know. Drop me a line at tenfroisreading at gmail.com and let me know about that particular comment. I'm re taking the time to record this episode on a great Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday, and I'm wrapping up my amp show. It's all funk all day. Well, since 4 o'clock. And through my research and building up the playlist, I have rediscovered Parliament and the Funkadelics. But then there's a rapper, Sativa, that I had no idea who she was until she showed up on some steak and I want some. The whole skunk of it all is they're talking about weed. And if anyone knows anything about marijuana, I was actually at home in Virginia uh, recently and I pulled up in my truck and this other yoked out white dude was in the next car. He had his blunt in his hand. He was just chilling, riding along. I don't think weed is legal in Virginia, but, and technically is that open carry considered, but that distinct odor of stank weed brings back and brings to mind this song that I discovered as I was curating this playlist. And I can't even smoke because I have asthma, but I didn't want any. And it took a minute to get that stink out of my truck. I had put the windows up and circulated the air, had to put the air, had to speed up to get away from him to get that out of my air filters. So, no, I, it made me want to look up to see if Sativa has done anything since she dropped this single with Parliament in 2004. 
and what has she done since? Maybe some underground stuff, maybe some independent stuff, but it's the this rap or her collaboration again the effective uh, influence of funk and hip hop, but the complete separateness of and how both of them prop each other up without annihilating either. That is some gangster stuff right there. So look up Sativa and let me know what you think about her rap skills. Does she have bars or does she need work? is Stormzy from the Global Citizen Festival 2022 that popped off this past weekend in Ghana. And from the looks of it, it was the bomb. Usher outperformed himself, looking like um, King T'Challa, Mariah Carey in all of her gold finery in Central Park. I thought, for I basically fast-forwarded to all of those uh, great performances. I mean, after... The previous section, when I'm talking about the music, that was just a a little bit of a riff off of the YouTube uh, live streaming, recorded live stream of that particular festival. Um, I learned about it by from Dimitri L. Lucas, and I'm actually very glad that I basically looked it up online because the music was lit and the energy of the crowd was amazing. Um, and y'all need to check it out. The YouTube video is actually in my show notes on, um, WordPress, but you can check it out under Global Citizen 2022 Ghana on YouTube at your convenience. There seems to be a whole bunch of donkiness going on and I had saved, um, this, discussion about the political gaslighting. I actually saved this almost two weeks ago. I'm really tired of the MAGA maggots. I'm tired of them gaslighting us. This is comes from Huffington Post, where this fool chump calls Biden's speech um, offensive and a threat to democracy when he's been doing the same crap for a number of years. But Letitia James and Merrick Garland has something for him and his old fraudulent um, families, but she's coming for him. She's, they, both of them are getting ready to break their foot off to them, and I firmly believe that. But just because someone calls you out on your illegal dealings and your own shenanigans, they're basically trying to flip the script. I don't think... Basically, 
solidifying or guaranteeing the validity of the 2020 elections is against democracy, which you basically dumbasses tried to do was basically overthrow the government. Nothing but sedition, nothing but a corrupt human being that's not, that should never have been elected president. And now that the photos and the paintings of President Obama and First Lady uh, Michelle Obama are now installed, I wish that we could basically forget the previous four years and remember what should have been and could have been and we could have moved on. But then everybody seems to be tripping. Um, Nia Long's um, fiancé, I think he still is fiancé. What's this fool's name? I have to go back and look it up. I didn't even know who he was until this story broke. Um, let's see. Emmy Aduka, he was the uh, head coach for the Boston Celtics. She basically pulled up and moved to freezing butt Boston to be with him. And he basically is crapping where he eats. He had an affair with the vice president of the organization. Who does that? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And it's not her fault that an icon of a 30-year error got cheated on. Her being married to him would not have prevented him from being a dumbass and cheating on him with that man's wife. And he gets all, oh, he's lucky he didn't get fired because they only, they suspended him for a year, but that's essentially like getting fired. But I'm sure it's suspended with pay because he gets paid whether he coaches or not. But he could have been terminated. And that's too bad on him. Who wants to cheat on me alone? That's some dumb crap right there. And then Brett Favre is caught up in this whole uh, welfare scandal. They basically diverted funds that should have been to provide um, health care in the poorest state in the unit, that stuff was diverted to provide a volleyball facility and some stuff for his um, alma mater. I don't think we've heard the last of that. Charges have been rendered against high ups in the government, including potentially the governor, and everybody is snitching. So that to me has landed Brett Favre of all people, former Green Bay Packer quarterback, former sportsman of the year, on my donkey of the week list. And I can't make this stuff up. How you go from sportsman of the year, multi-million dollar quarterback to welfare king or welfare queen. I just, girl, people need to stop acting stupid. That's all I want them to do. Make better decisions. Stop gaslighting people and pay your freaking taxes. Why not? Let's just start there. Why not? Let's just start there. The hijab is an Arabic word meaning barrier or partition in Islam. It has a broader meaning. It is a principle of modesty and includes behavior as well as dress for both males and females. The most visible form of hijab is the head covering that many Muslim women wear. This goes out to Amini, Masa Amini, a 22-year-old woman that was killed in Iran for her hijab being too loose. Watch, listen to this from uh, NBC News about the pro, the uh, 
protests that are spreading across the world, definitely in Iran and the crackdown that the police there are warning of. Tonight, violent unrest in Iran, sparked by the death of a young woman in police custody, continuing now for the 10th night. Iran State TV saying 41 people, protesters and police have been killed since demonstrations began on September 17th following Masa Amini's death. But Norway-based group Iran Human Rights say at least 76 have died. Many arrests are being made even during the day when protests aren't happening. Security agents identifying people they believe were on the streets at night. According to the Committee to Protect Journalists, at least 20 journalists have been arrested many of them women. On Saturday, Iran's president issuing a threat on state TV, saying that Iran must, quote, deal decisively with those who oppose the country's security and tranquility. The Associated Press reports that according to their count of official statements by authorities, more than 1,200 demonstrators have been arrested. The number could be much higher, the government cutting the country off from communications with the outside world. Last week, blocking access to the internet and messaging apps like WhatsApp and Telegram, limiting Instagram, one of the last remaining social media platforms. Once you crack down and you want to shut down your country, you are telling everybody, I have something bad to hide. Since they... So when you shut down social media, you have something bad to hide. These regimes are not going to get away with trying to staunch freedoms in general. I mean, what is, there is freedom, I know, in Islam. It is a peaceful religion, but what they're doing is so, it seems so far away from the tenets and teachings of Muhammad and the Quran. I think they really need to reevaluate their response to this woman and take responsibility for this wrong turn. And what is the purpose of the morality police? That doesn't make any sense to me. And why are you so um, uh, conservative and staunch? And is it worth um, imploding your society over? an erroneous interpretation of a covering that is supposed to protect women. They, I know that their God and what their beliefs are, they're going to be judged. But a lot of us or a lot of people or the world is sitting in judgment of them because they made some wrong turn somewhere. The peaceful tenets of the teachings of Muhammad is so against what they have, what they're doing and what they, what they have done. That young woman should not have died in, because of a head covering. What the purpose is of is to show her modesty. Who is to say it wasn't tight enough? What, 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 what is going on here? And why aren't y'all more focused on making sure your people are not starving, making sure the lights are on, they got clean water? What happened to providing the basic minimum um, to allow your people to live um, and to prosper in your country? What about all of that? There it seems to me to be an imbalance, and y'all going to need to correct that while you're trying to correct the morality of your people when it's obvious these morality police 
sounds like they're male chauvinists and misogynists and they there's no place for them um in that society in in a modern society maybe you need to reevaluate that and making sure that the laws that you have are really in line truly with the tenets the peaceful tenets of your religion and this is me as a christian basically calling y'all out on y'all shenanigans as muslims think about that and also reavow and take into consideration why this young woman should have never died. And as an end, I am recording on Taco Tuesday. I just had um, some real flame broil uh, beef tacos from I made the tomato had the tomatoes um, and the peppers burrito peppers from my own garden, and they were actually good. But I'm gonna have to take some pepsin and pro and 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 drink probably eat a little bit more um sour cream to take this heat off of my tongue as i go and dream of speedy gonzalez dogs running wild and running around happy as they attack me for my food um this has probably been one of the most productive days um, of my recording. I'm recording on time as far as Quark's Bar. I listened to some great music. I've made some commentary on some really um, amazing uh, things, some pop culture. I've, I'm going to probably save Quark's Bar um, for Donkey of the Day and music selection. Um, and then the big show is about what I'm reading, what I'm writing, and I'm planning on doing, um, a whole, um, a whole segment on the rare book auction at Heritage in, Ta in Dallas, Texas. Um, the, uh, Martin Luther King's literary agent, her estate, um, basically put up multiple items that she owned, like signed copies of a book. I saw one of his rare books, signed copy of one of his books going and it's $100,000 and the price is climbing. I don't have that kind of scratch. And I don't know if I would basically, if I did have that kind of scratch, would I drop that amount of money on a book, even if it is uh, inscribed by Martin Luther King but that also brings me up into inheritance. I have been talking about one of the things that I inherited from my father, um, his extensive uh, musical collection. And as I unloaded it uh, from the back of my truck, I basically reflected on that. And I just want to say that it's an honor that I have been instilled and entrusted with his uh, prize record collection. Um, but to all of the other people that want to basically slither their way and see how they can weasel money from me, I don't got it. That's to everybody excluding the IRS. Ain't got it for you. Don't ask me for it. But I will be using, just watch me as I utilize those funds, etc., and and continue my glow up because that's I think was the whole intent of him leaving me these things. So I'm having fun. I hope you had fun listening to the podcast. Um, I hope you tune into not only the podcast but also to me on amp as I continue to create great playlists and have some great music as people drive home or first thing in the morning, leaving or coming to work. That's what I plan on doing. So...
So that's how we're going to end this episode. And I'm going to end it with a a positive word. I used to scoff at people making this statement because maybe because of its simplicity or maybe because it sounded more like an admonishment that I was being everything but kind. But then when I started investigating it for myself, that's when I realized that I was confusing politeness with kindness. Politeness is a fake superficial manner in which there's no required investment, no self-reflection. But being kind is an adjective. It is, on, it is an action. If you're kind to yourself first, it's like exercise memory. You will continue and be kind to others. Let that sit with you for a while. I'm going to try to be kind to myself. I'll be kind to others. It's very simple, and you got to repeat it. Lean into the spirit of a new year by counting your blessings, giving to others, and spreading happiness. I know I will. And this episode or this podcast is my means to spread joy and happiness and light and enlightenment. There's so much going on with aggression and um, just meanness. But if I can leave you with one small positive thought, start your day with that, that can change everything for you and, and just basically change your day. Don't forget to check out Dale's Angels Inc. for the notes on this podcast as well as other works by CQM in, um, that are, and other contributors that are in work or in um, being edited right now. Um, also, check out my Instagram feed, Tenfro is Reading. You can check me out on Facebook, Tenfro is Reading Book Club, as well as my YouTube channel, Tenfro is Reading and Eating. And what I'm just chatting and streaming um, at TV Food Wine Girl on Twitter. Uh, navigate to Writer's Block Coffee or shipabagaddicts.com. Use my promo code Tenfro Coffee or Tenfro Got Jokes, respectively, to get a percentage off of your order. Don't forget to drop me a line at tenfrowasreading at gmail.com. Um, all non-trolly messages may be actually uh, read online, and you can do the same if you are in Podbean or Anchor or wherever you listen to the podcast. And again, shedding light and positivity. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Until next time, bye.